Welcome to AP GoPocast from Whitman Hanson Regional High School in Whitman, Massachusetts. I'm history and government teacher Steve Botello. And joining me every episode are students from our Advanced Placement United States Government and Politics course to share their insights on current political news stories in these turbulent times. Student guests will discuss the facts and sources of these stories make connections to our curriculum, and most importantly, share their own opinions on the big issues of the day. This is Episode 5, recorded January 28, 2020. Joining me today are Ian Brown and Victoria Voss, and they'll be discussing President Trump's impeachment and pending State of the Union address. Hello, uh, I'm Ian Brown. Um, I wrote an article that was written on January 5th, which was, just for context, two days after Soleimani's death. Um, the point of the article was basically that Donald Trump's mind is still set on impeachment, and he's still thinking about it. In the article, they cited um, a couple of quotes about people at Mar-a-Lago um, talking about Trump's mind on impeachment and what he's going to do. Um, it questions who will accompany Pat Cipollone. <laughs> and um, they suggest that Alan Dershowitz might um, might help with the opening and closing statements. And um, now, and since it was written on January 5th, we, know, we now know that's correct, because Alan Dershowitz did ha uh, help with the impeachment uh, proceedings and the defense of Trump. Um, so yeah, basically it um, mentioned how Democrats think that Trump's killing of Soleimani was kind of a distraction from his impeachment, and how Republicans think that is a slander of him and unfair. Um, for bias, I didn't find the article the article to be too biased, um, other than an occasional stab at Trump for stuff like. Um, being on the ninth hole golfing or dining on hot dogs covered in relish, like small stuff like that. But other than that, it was pretty factual and not very biased. What was the news source? What? Uh, CNN. CNN, okay. Which does tend to have a liberal bias against conservatives, but. Mm -hmm. And how did you find that this article connected to what we were studying about the president? Was there anything overt that you could find connecting the President Trump's behavior or his actions with what we studied? Yeah, so one um, one concept is impeachment, obviously, the, the main thing about um, the whole article about impeachment is what we've been studying in class. Um, and his, like, abuse of power by trying to get Ukraine to trade information, or Ukraine to give him uh, information about Joe Biden was considered an abuse of power, which is one of the things that um, could be considered a misdemeanor, which leads to impeachment. Okay. And um, also, um, another big idea would be constitutionalism, which um, is when a government adheres to a constitution to um, to check on the actions of its leaders. So, impeachment is in the Constitution of the United States, which makes it 
a part of constitutionalism as an idea. But what's your take on the impeachment? Do you think that what the president is being impeached for is an impeachable offense? Do you, what is your opinion? How do you view this? I mean, I kind of hinted to it like a second ago. I him him um, on the phone with the um, who was he? What the prime minister? The president of the Ukraine? president of Ukraine, um, trying to get that information using the office of the presidency to um, improve his chances at re-election or for personal gain is, I would consider, a misdemeanor and certainly um, understandable to be an impeachable offense. I think, in my opinion, um, removing him from office would be too far, and I don't see the chances of that happening considering the Republican majority and the fact that you need a two-thirds majority to impeach him. Okay. So since the founders set up in the Constitution impeachment as a two-step process where the House will bring charges and then the Senate decides whether or not the president or the public figure would be guilty and then removed from office. So it's enough to be impeached, but it's not enough for him to be removed from office. So you're okay with the two-step process being two separate things? Yes. That the impeachment itself is enough of a punishment for you? Yeah. Because it kind of shows how um, it goes on his personal, it goes on his record, and it um, shows how Congress or the House of Representatives condemned his actions and what mm -hmm. he was doing. Okay. Do you have any questions about the impeachment? Do you have any questions for Ian yet? I don't think so. Every question that I had was kind of covered. Sorry. Okay. Well, thank you, Ian. Um, Victoria. Yeah. Um, uh, what did you read about? What did, what's yours? So I read about an article from CBS News, and it was about how Trump accepted Nancy Pelosi's invite to give a State of the Union address, like even during the impeachment trials. And um, basically it just explained that um, Nancy Pelosi had um, invited him to give his State of the Union address because she thought that it was like good to for him to give it because although the impeachment is going on right now it's still part of the Constitution and he should still have to give it and um, yeah I don't know that's so where did your article come from what was your source CBS News did you happen to notice any bias did you notice any language in there that seemed to be for or against any person in the article, for or against Nancy Pelosi, or for or against President Trump? Um, I don't think I really saw anything that would lead to a bias, just because I feel like it gave straight facts. It wasn't a very long article either, mm -hmm. and it just, it basically gave a bunch of sources, like a couple sources about, um, like from law professors and um, at, they worked at Harvard, mm -hmm. so I thought that was pretty like reasonable, and they were giving their opinions, and some of them, one of them agreed with the impeachment, one didn't. I know that. Um, so the opinions are, are varied even among the professionals, yeah. whether or not this is an impeachable offense. Yeah. So here's a question. The Constitution does say that the president has to, from time to time, report on the State of the Union. 
And when we looked at the history of presidents, we saw that George Washington gave a State of the Union address and that John Adams gave a State of the Union address. But when Thomas Jefferson took office, he didn't want to give it as an address. Uh, Jefferson said that he thought it looked too much like the actions of a king. But on the other hand, we also know that Jefferson really didn't like public speaking. So he wouldn't want to give a speech, maybe wasn't good at it. And between Thomas Jefferson and the 20th century, presidents didn't, didn't give it as a speech. They simply wrote up their suggestions to Congress and what they wanted to see as legislation going forward and, and what the State of the Union is. Do you think that the current president should deliver this State of the Union address as a speech, given that he might still be going in through a, an impeachment trial, or do you think he should deliver it as a written address? I mean, I think it could work in his favor to give a speech as long as he was prepared for it and everything, just because with the impeachment going on, it might change people's opinions if he says, like, certain things. Like, I don't know. So if we're thinking of the State of the Union address kind of as a performance, mm -hmm. if he performs well, then that could it increase might, his yeah. public favorability. What a... What if the speech doesn't go well, though? That's, that's kind of the thing, because Trump's kind of known for just spitting out opinions and not really thinking things through before he says it, so it could go against him as well. Ian, what's your take on this? Do you think it would be a better idea for the president to deliver the State of the Union written form or in spoken form? Well, for the benefit of Trump, I think it could go either way, because if he wrote it, it's a lot safer in that um, he probably wouldn't make as much mistakes as he would speaking. On the other hand, um, if he started writing his State of the Union addresses, I would, I could definitely see um, people calling him out for not being um, upfront and personal with the American people. It would almost seem like he's detached and private from them, not coming out and speaking directly to Congress. So your opinion is if he delivers the State of the Union address in written form, that it might look like he's hiding? Yeah. And I would much more prefer to see a president speak directly to the people than have it be written. He's in a tough spot because <laughs> we, haven't, we haven't seen a president impeached in quite some time, and nor have we seen it interrupt the State of the Union address. So this will be an interesting time next week because as of recording right now, the State of the Union address is scheduled for a week from tomorrow. So it'll be, it'll be an interesting time to see what comes up next. Yeah, so is there like, is there definitely a chance he could write it or will he probably? You mean the text of his address? Yeah. Well. Or will he definitely give a speech probably? Oh, I would assume he will give the speech. I don't know that he would submit it in writing. I think your point is valid that he really does benefit from his ability to interact and connect with an audience, and I think that's really important to him. So I would be very surprised if he delivered a State of the Union address in written form. I bring it up only as a possible alternative. You know, presidents don't have to give the speech if they don't want to, and if they were to perhaps like in this case, find themselves in a difficult political situation, it could be to their benefit to deliver it in writing. It may be better if they did it speaking. I think no matter what, 
the president chooses to do, it'll, it'll be an interesting watch next week, and, and we will be watching that very closely. Great. Well, thank you both very much. Thank you. And uh, I will see you in class.